I'm a huge believer that being productive is holistic. It's a coming together of various aspects of your life that give you the ability to accomplish what needs to be done. And self-love is a part of this. It might sound a bit woo-woo or a bit Instagram, a bit social media, but being in a place where you can love yourself and have some self-worth can help your decision-making, can improve motivation and generally help you become more productive in life. So this week on the Triple T Productivity Podcast, I'm chatting with the self-love diva Jacqueline Ortiz. Now stand by for a very high-energy chat all about loving yourself. Uh, Jacqueline is a neuro-linguistic life coach, a hypnotherapist, the best-selling author of Extraordinary You and the creator of Extraordinary You, the key to create a life you love. Now, check out lots of links in the show notes. Make sure you give them a tap. Also, subscribe if you enjoy the episode. Let's get to it. Hi, Jacqueline. Hello, John. How are you? I'm well. I'm all right. I'm okay. I've got I've got a bout of COVID. So yesterday was the worst day. Today I'm feeling a bit better. This is a nice distraction, to be fair. Oh no! Well, I'm glad I'm a distraction. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awesome. I'm not. Um, I'm not loving myself too much at the moment, though. And that's what oh. we're talking. And that's what we're talking about. Self love. Because yeah, we 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 need a lot of that, don't we, at the moment. I believe we need it all the time, every day, every second of the moment. It's just a way, it's a way of being, I think, mm. more than just sometimes. So it's just automatic pilot, always being on high love, high octane. So it's a, it's just like breathing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> let me give you 30 seconds to mm. tell everybody who you are and what you do starting about now. Now, well, I am Jacqueline Ortiz, first of love diva. I what I do is I empower people that are feeling overstressed, overwhelmed, overcommitted to really fall in love with themselves so they can create an extraordinary relationship with themselves and then with others and really truly have an extraordinary life that they create, that they live and love every day. Give us a give us a link. Click to where's your website, your links. Yes, uh, selflovediva.com or extraordinaryyou.com, and I also have a free gift for everyone, which is extraordinaryyou.com. <laughs> Go on, give us your free gift. Yes, extraordinaryyou.com forward slash free gift. I know there's a lot of pressure there, isn't there? Yes, I'm. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good fun. Isn't I love it? it. I love it. Now. A lot of people with this whole self-love thing, because it's a bit Instagram, it's a bit social media. It, a lot of people can think of it as a bit woo-woo. You, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you've got to love yourself. And you've got to. And there'll be a whole load of people listening to this podcast thinking to themselves, just get on with it. Just get on with life. Just do it. That's, you know, stop, stop this. Mm. I've got to love myself. Kind of explain the concept of, of self-love. Why you think it's important to productivity as well? Oh my goodness, John, self-love, it's the foundation for everything in your life, for everything you want to do, everything you want to attract. Self-love is, bottom line, the cornerstone of living and creating your extraordinary life. I'll tell you why. There's a difference between self-care and self-love. Self-care, the way I see it, it's more about celebrates and supports you in loving yourself by doing external things like getting a massage, um, getting your nails done, or whatever it is. However, self-love is more... It nourishes your soul, the essence of who you are. Self-love is the umbrella which self-care comes under. And self-love is truly loving, respecting, admiring yourself, feeling that you're good enough, that you're worthy. And why is that so important? I'll tell you right here, right now. I'm going to give you the scoop. Self-love is the foundation for everything because 
if we don't love ourselves, then we become indecisive or insecure mm. or worries or self-doubt. And that can affect our productivity because in that aspect, if we're thinking, okay, second-guessing ourselves all the time, it's like, should I do this? Should I do that? How much time do you waste that way? If yeah. you keep having self-doubt, you have to keep asking people's opinion because you don't trust yourself. There goes wasted time. So self-love is not woo-woo at all. Love mm. is the essence of everything. It's the air we breathe. And literally self-love it's critical. It is not about woo-woo. It's not about, you know, just superficial nails and getting your hair and yeah. getting stuff like that done. It is truly about the inner work of really loving your inner child, that little boy or that little girl inside you. And when you do that, you're in alignment between the little girl, the little boy in you, your adult self, and your higher self. And then when you're in alignment, you're, you're not fragmented. You're not going from one thing to another. You're more on purpose, decisive, and you're have a GPS exactly laser focus on exactly where you want to go and that's where you start getting the action plan but it comes from being inspired yeah I like it I like it I, I, I mean I mean my idea on productivity in general is is that it's very holistic it's about your diet it's about your exercise it's about relationships it's about self-love it's about things like that you mentioned the word worthy is is being self-worthy you know thinking that you're worthy of doing whatever you're doing is that's important as well, isn't it? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Because the fundamental things on people that don't love themselves or feel they're not lovable is because they feel, bottom line, after you peel all the different excuses, like um, they think I'm not smart and I'm, I'm not skinny enough, not pretty enough, da, mm. da, 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 da. after they peel all those things, the core wound is I'm not good enough. Yeah. And that is the essence. And if you feel you're good, not good enough, that affects your productivity, that affects the way you step out into the world, that, that affects the way people perceive you. That is, um, it just it just radiates in every area of your life. That's why my book, Extraordinary Use, about encompassing, like you said, it's, it's holistic, absolutely. It's yeah. about being clear about where you want to go in life, your career, your relationships, having a holistic approach, exact, oh, John, you're good. You're so good. Because <laughs> exactly what I believe in. It's a holistic approach to everything. Yeah. And when you're coming from that place, you're healthy, emotionally, mentally, yeah. physically, spiritually. Yeah. And that's when you're all cinderless, all your cinderless are on go, and you can really have momentum behind you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can't remember which episode it was, but there was a previous episode of the podcast. I'll try and find it out later and put something in the show notes where, where whoever it was I was interviewing turned around and said, when we're born, we say, people say you're amazing. Oh, my God, that baby. It's it's amazing. It's wonderful. It's fabulous. It's just like a newborn baby. It's a miracle. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to like 40 years old, you're no longer a miracle. You're no longer amazing. You're no wonder. And all you've done is get older. And I understand what you're saying because when you're a baby, you could be pooping on your pants <laughs> and your diapers and you could be throwing up or whatever it is that little boys and little girls do. You could be all yucky and yep. no teeth and everything else and you're smiling and you're happy and you think life is beautiful because you don't know any better. But like you said, then you go out into the world and you have all these people mirroring or projecting things onto you or reflecting things and you get knocked down a few times. But when you learn to love yourself, yeah. every time you get knocked down, you have an inner strength, an inner confidence, an inner self-love that it helps you get up and really face life head on. And that's what self-love is. It's not about how much you weigh, what you look like, external things. It's about loving yourself, your soul, the essence of who you are, who lives on forever, not 
how much you weigh, you know, because yeah. weight can go up and down yeah. or yeah. wrinkles. You can't avoid that. What you can do is love the self, the essence of who you are, not the physical part. I mean, yes, love and respect is your temple, sure. but not the essence of just that. It's the essence of who you are. That's what self-love does for everyone. Yeah. So how do you think, if we don't have any self-love, how do you think that does affect our productivity? Do you think it, it affects our decision-making quite a bit? Well, yes, absolutely. Like I said before, it, when you don't love yourself, mm. it affects you in feeling insecure, you worry, you have anxiety, you're afraid to make mistakes, you're afraid to look stupid, so you're always second-guessing yourself. And then, oh, perfectionism too. Yeah. People start becoming perfect because they're afraid of being criticized or ridiculed. So they, everything has to be perfect. So it keeps us from going out and stepping out into a limelight or shining out bright or being the best. Or maybe we're afraid to ask for the, promo the promotion because we think we're not worthy. We're sure. afraid to um, give the presentation, ask or offer to do something because we're afraid we're not good enough. We're not smart enough. We, 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 we are overlooked. So just stand in the corner and hide because you're afraid yeah. to stand out. But when you have that self-love, self-confidence, it just radiates you in a different way because you're, you're not afraid, afraid. I mean, you may have fear sometimes about something that's new because it's, sure. it's, it's natural. Thing. How, yeah, it is. It's natural. However, you'll have the confidence to know that you're resourceful enough to figure it out. And if you don't succeed, it'll be a lesson learned rather than a setback that is a personal something that you take on yourself. So if there's a setback or a failure, you think, oh, what was the lesson? Rather than thinking, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. I'm not worthy. I'm so mm. dumb, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So it's just, it lets you be able to make decisions, do things faster and better because you take inspired action. And it's also no self-sabotage. When you love yourself, you're not sabotaging yourself. You don't yeah. have your ego always telling you, oh, you shouldn't do this. You're going to look stupid. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You're going to fail. Stay in your little box. And yeah. that's self-sabotage. That's yeah. why it's so important to love ourselves. So what I do is ask the same three questions on the podcast to everybody who comes on. The first one is, what is your number one productivity tip? The one thing that you would say to everybody that you reckon could make them a bit more productive? Well, this is productivity plus self-love. Um, everyone says, oh, we don't have time. I don't have time to love myself. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time. I don't have time. And I say, yes, you do. Because mm. the most important relationship you could ever have is with yourself. Because you're with you 24-7, 365 days a year for the rest of your life until your last dying breath. Mm. So if you're saying you're not productive and you don't have the time to do things, I say, talk to your inner child, a little girl, that little boy within you. And make time for it. How do you do it? You could be productive. You could do it while you're in the shower, while you're brushing your teeth, while you're putting your makeup on, while you're shaving. Talk to that inner child within you and reassure how loving you are, how lovable you are, how worthy, how deserving, how that you're more than good enough. Just And that's easy because you could do both things at the same time. Brush your teeth and look at yourself in the mirror. Stare at yourself in the mirror as you're brushing your teeth and really talk to your inner child and tell them how, much you, how worthy they are, how lovable. And that's one thing you can do. And then also talk to your adult self and like say, let's say you had a setback at work or something and talk to your adult self and soothe her, reassure her, encourage her, inspire her to be or him to be the best mm. person that they can be and to feel good about themselves. It's difficult for some people to do that and talk to themselves in that manner, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's part of mirror work. And what I can say is that, yes, it is. It could be challenging in the beginning, but it's like everything. It's like a muscle you train mm. it. And no one has to hear you. You could lock yourself in the bathroom. Yeah. No one has to hear you. So you could say it out loud, or if, if you don't feel comfortable, you could say it inside. I'm gonna give you a job. I'm gonna I'm gonna twist you in a in a tish, um in a tizzy. I like to do it 
like this more advanced. Once you tell yourself, I love myself, I feel worthy, I feel deserving. Mm. Once you get to that point, take off your clothes and do it in front of the mirror. And look at <laughs> I love it. John got like that one. Yeah, look, I look, I do it naked. I, I just like um, naked self-love. And just I could tell myself, I love myself despite mm. the wrinkles, despite the, the extra pound I have or whatever yeah. it is. You could just say, I love myself just the way I am, like a newborn baby, because like you were saying about the baby, like a yeah. newborn baby, because this is the way God, the universe, creator, whatever you believe in, made me, and I am I am lovable. I am worthy of being loved. And you saw yourself over and over again. And if it, like I, like you said in the beginning, it may not round true, sound true, but you just keep doing it over and over again, and becomes something that you repeat over and over again becomes a belief. However, yeah. what you could do is say, you know what? I am like, let's say you're not ready to say I love myself. You could say something like, I am choosing to love myself. I am choosing to learn that I am lovable. I am feeling that I am one to work on feeling even more lovable. And you just keep upgrading, upgrading until you say, I am lovable. I love myself. You could start, I'm choosing to, or I am starting to, until you progress. It's about being honest with yourself as well, isn't it, I think? And, and, I can understand why a lot of folks would be maybe a little bit afraid of being too honest with themselves. But you know what? You're worth it because you are lovable. You are. If God, the universe, whoever created us, made us, and there are no exceptions and no mistakes, we are perfect just the way we are. It's just about us recognizing what is mm. beautiful about us, which is our soul. See, we're looking about our wrinkles. I'm not you know, 15 anymore. And no. I look at myself in the mirror, I can still say I love myself just the way I am. But as, that takes with practice, that takes with reassurance and a commitment to learning to love. It's your soul. You yeah, know? yeah. And if yeah. you think you don't yeah. love about yourself, you could start there. There's you a difference between there's a difference between the what you see in the mirror and what's inside you, isn't it? There's a huge difference. Exactly. I mean God, I mean I'm I'm in my fifties, early fifties and like I run, I I go hiking, I you know, I keep myself pretty fit, but I don't look like I was 25 anymore. I really don't. And that's okay because we're not yeah. talking about loving that. It's about loving the, the, who you are. I bet you have an amazing character. You're, you're a good person. And that's the things, the traits. Mm. It doesn't have to be, you know, like like I said, I have some wrinkles, you know, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I bypass the wrinkles and look at, okay, you know what? I'm a good person. I'm doing yeah. a good thing in the world. Yeah. I'm inspiring people. I love me just the way I am. And whatever it is that you love about yourself and start off with that and you could build yourself up because you'll realize um, the universe is like a boomerang. When you start saying positive things about yourself or about others, it comes back to you. You start feeling yeah. even better. And it's just... It's a law of attraction. You'll start attracting what you put out there. Yeah. And the more you say, John, you know, I'm a really decent person. I'm a really good person. I do good things. I'm, I contribute to the universe. I, um, by the time I leave this planet, this planet will be better off because I was yeah. here. Whatever it is. And you could just start with that and build yourself up. Again, if we're focused on just the looks, yeah, that's a recipe for disaster if we're yeah. focusing on that. Yeah. Do you think there's an epidemic of not feeling good about ourselves? And do you think it's driven by social media? Because I don't remember when I was in my 20s, there being so much talk about this back then. Oh, my God, John, you're incredibly, incredibly smart and astute. And right, you hit the nail right in the head or whatever it's called, because it's absolutely a social media. It is, we are mm. being bombarded. I mean, it is like boom, boom, boom. We came pummeled. Yeah. We pummeled with um, the computers, the medias, the magazines, everywhere, the TV, everything, everything. Before, there used to be, like you said, in, 
let's say when you're in your twenties, three, five channels on TV. Now there's a yeah. thousand channels. I don't even know. I don't even have a TV anymore. I gave that away because there's so much toxicity. Yeah. I choose what I choose to watch on the computer, like on YouTube. I choose what I want rather than being bombarded by all these images that are really, it is toxic because then yeah. we're so busy comparing, comparing and competing against others that that is just, just so toxic to our essence. And the thing is that we don't realize, well, some of us don't realize that whatever we're seeing on social media, it's only what they want us to see. Yeah, yeah. The, but it's not the root, the true self. It's not the essence. You know, they project this beautiful lives, but then the the credit cards are up the kazoo. They came in afford again, evicted. You know, whatever yeah. it is. But they they're doing all this stuff and they take pictures of everything, and yeah. they're only showing you what they want you to see, not yeah. reality. Yeah, yeah. I I remember when I was like in my twenties, you, you would buy something like. Um, I don't know, GQ magazine or FHM magazine or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, those those kind of like um, mag- magazines for young lads back then. And and you would aspire to be, uh, you know, one of the models. You'd think, oh, I'd love to mm-hmm. be like that. But then you'd put the magazine down, you'd forget about it, and it would be a month before you saw that again. We're yeah. now seeing that like multiple times a day. You should be like this, you should be like this, you should be like this. It's not good for us, is it? Absolutely not. I say more than multiple times a day. Every time you turn on Facebook or uh, Instagram or anything, it's just, I mean, the most amazing, gorgeous, mm. buffed up bodies and faces <laughs> yeah. and makeup. And the, the women are, are all decked out. The men are all muscular in shape. And it's like they're all buff. But they spend the whole day in the gym. But then again, how productive can that be? Yeah. You talk about productivity. Yeah. You know, because we need to have, I believe, like you said, holistic. It's, it's not just about looking physically, looking amazing, but it's about the other aspects of ourselves our relationship with ourselves, with others, our careers, everything. So it's a holistic approach. But these people, they put out exactly what they focus on all day, all day long. But then it makes us feel inferior or insecure because we think, oh, my God, I can never have a body like that. I can never look like that. Mm. Of course you can. If all you did was spend 24 hours a day <laughs> yes, focusing on that, gym. you know what yeah. I'm saying? But they, those yeah. people are not necessarily happy. They may be focused so much on the ego that then that's what they're doing that because they – they really deep down inside, not everyone, but many of them deep down inside, they need that external validation and approval and the likes and the hits and all that stuff to feel yeah. great about themselves when it should be an internal from the inside out. Yeah, yeah. You, you know Daniel Craig, the um, guy who played James Bond, um, the actor James Bond? I remember all of them. I don't know which is one. Uh, yeah. the, the shorter the, the, one? The latest one. The, yes. The, yes. The, the latest one. He's the same age as me. And I'll never look like him. But, but it's his job. To look like exactly. him. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And they pay him millions of dollars to just do that. You yeah. know? And if you were getting paid millions of dollars to do that, you would do yeah. that too. Because that's your yeah. job. Exactly. But I can't work 8, 10, 12 hours a day and look like Daniel Craig. Exactly. <laughs> and and that's the thing. We put so much uh, expectations and it leads to desperation and exhaustion. And that's what we're saying about productivity. It's mm. about balancing your life in a way that works for you you know what i'm saying yeah and it's about and and it is and then if we feel like we need to do all those things to look good and then we feel like we need to work well we need to work and pay the bills and do it and then that becomes we feel insecure about ourselves we don't love ourselves because we think we're failing but we're not we're actually not the only thing is is that there's so many hours in the day so many things we can do and we need to prioritize based on what uh, like i call it a qt QT stands for the Quantum Trinity Team. So we need to um, 
have goals or aspire to do things based on the QT, which is your inner child, your adult self, and your higher self. Because mm. when you're in alignment and you know what it is you really desire, what you really want, that is what makes you extremely productive. Yeah. Because now you lace it in and you take an inspired action rather than being fragmented, doing so many different things with so many different people because you want validation, you want approval, you want love yeah. from others. But when you love yourself and you're like, you know what, I stand for this. This is what I want. This is my goal. This is where I'm going. And you have laser beam focus on it. Guess what, John? It makes you extremely productive because anything else that's getting in the way, you just push away because you have the self-confidence, self-esteem, self-love to say, no, this is my boundaries. This is where I'm going. And this is how I'm going to get there. And anything that's toxic or pulling me away from mm. that, I'm not going to entertain. And that's yeah. why productivity and self-love is a marriage made in heaven. So the second question I ask everybody is what's okay. the best what's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Now it could be advice about anything, it could be like a, a life advice or something. Well, sticking to what we were talking about before, it mm. would be one of the best advices that we worry so much about what people thinking about us or saying about us. We worry about in here in America about what the jo- keeping up with the Johnsons or stuff mm. like that. And I know that we're so worried about people thinking about us, but guess what? People are not thinking about us as much as we think they are because they're too busy thinking about themselves. Selves, yeah. They're too, yeah. So it's just like we're talking, stop competing and comparing myself to others. And that is so critical because once I learned to do that and focus on me and loving myself, not from an egotistical way, sure. but from a, you know what, Jacqueline, you're a really good person with a good heart and you're really working on helping as many people. And when you come from that space rather than, trying to compare myself to other people, like we were talking before, that was the best advice. Just stop worrying about what other th- people think because that keeps you from being focused and aligned to your highest version of who you want to become and where you want to go. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I mean, do you think there's too much thinking going on as well? Do you think we think too much about all oh. this stuff? And again, driven by social media. John, Absolutely. Actually, the different estimates from experts, but experts estimate that we have each about 60,000 thoughts a day. Oh, of which, yeah, yeah. The exhausting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 60,000 thoughts a day. Different experts have different estimates, but 60,000 thoughts a day. Wait, and it gets better than that. 60,000 thoughts a day, 80% of those are negative. Yeah. And of those 80%, approximately 95% are the same old, same old, same, same old, old, toxic, yeah. negative, that keeps us stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, it's too much thinking, absolutely. Do, we think, do you think we think too deeply about things? Because I don't remember, again, when I go back to my, twen- the, my 20s when there wasn't any social media about, um, I didn't ever sit down and think about how I felt. I think maybe that maybe that was wrong. I don't know. No, 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 John. It, it's mm. nothing we do is it, it's not wrong at all. Because if that's how you felt, that's perfect. Yeah, um, and that's honoring and owning yourself. What I think is that sometimes we think too much, or sometimes we don't think enough. For instance, mm. we think too much about the things that are toxic, like those ninety-five percent of the same repetitive negative thoughts. And when we focus on that, yes, that's overthinking because most of the things we worry about never come true. And even if they do, we can't anticipate every little thing or how it's going to happen. Instead, we we, we just have to trust ourselves. And that's when self-love comes into play. When we love ourselves, we trust ourselves. And when something comes our way, at that point, we could become resourceful, step up, and handle it. 
However, sometimes I think we don't think enough because we don't think enough about where we want to go with our life, where we want to go, what mm. direction, because that increases our productivity. Because when we yeah. take inspired action, that's it depends what kind of thinking we do. Negative thinking, I think, yeah, we worry too much. We, we just focus on things that are toxic. toxic that's not good. Yeah. But thinking and feeling about how we, where, where we want to go, what we want to do, our vision for our life, that I think is never enough. So it yeah. all depends which perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I, I don't know whether there's too much overthinking going on. I, I don't know if it's just from my perspective, but I mean, when I've spoken to younger folk in the past, folks in their 20s and 30s and that, I, I think to myself sometimes, say, oh man, you're just overthinking this to the the hundredth degree, the nth degree. Just, just stop thinking about it. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah, well, then you talk about being in the present moment, and that's yeah. extremely critical. Absolutely. But sometimes we need to think for um, being the present moment to mm. take to figure out what it is that lights us up, what really fires us up, where we go with our life, and then we take inspired action from there. Yeah. The other way around, when we keep thinking, 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 that's the ego that's trying to control us, trying to keep us safe, even though it's not, because yeah. the ego can only focus and tell you advice based on the past, you know. Yeah. But yeah. present is when you learn, when you get the inspired action, and then you could go forward. But Overthinking from a negative, like I was saying before, it's ego-based or worry, worry, worry. That's just ego-based. It's keeping us self-sabotaging. Yeah. And ego is when we, again, when we don't love ourselves enough, the ego comes in and has a party in us. Yeah. So how do we start conquering this? How do we start feeling better about ourselves? Uh, I would say it's a multi-pronged approach, like I said before. And it's about really falling in love with your inner child. It's like talking to your inner child communicating with your inner child. And one of the things you could do is like, a, a, I call it my love letter to your inner child, which is basically you communicate to your inner child how loving, lovable, how important he or she is to you. And then from there, you apologize to your inner child for all the times you abandoned him or her, that uh, neglected, um, re rejected, stuffed her down or him down, didn't listen. And then you, from there, you keep writing and you make a declaration to your inner child and you tell your inner child, you know what, from this moment, on. I may not be perfect, mm. but from this moment on, I make a promise. I declare that I am going to, and then you make a declaration. I'm going to treat you with love. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to respect you, whatever that is. And then from there, you keep going, and then you affirm all the reasons why this is so important to you. It's so important for me to love on you, to respect you, to listen to you, because you are the most important thing. You and I are going to be together for the rest of our lives. I mm. love you with all my heart. And all the reasons why he or she, that little inner child, is so important to you, that inner little being. And that's one way. The mirror work, which is talking to yourself or when you're in the shower, and then you progress to being naked and doing that. It's about, I, I, have, I create, I'm a founder of a six-step program, which is the Extraordinary You High Vibrating Printing mm. System, which is a system that takes you through the six steps. And I'm going to tell them real quick. Do you mind if I go real No, quick? go for it. Okay, I don't know how about the timing thing. So the first one is to recognize. So when you're feeling like you don't love yourself or you're feeling frustrated or rejected, whatever mm. the feeling is a negative trigger, step one is to recognize it. Become aware of the trigger. Step two is to regress. Go back in time. I do it like a regression, but you can also just focus and think back a time. The earliest time that you can remember this trigger happened. Mm. That way you could not re not recite, but revisit it and see what the trigger was. So you could take the nuggets, learn from it. Yeah. Then you reframe it. And this is when you question it. Is it true? Is it 100% true that this thing happened? Uh, or this is the way it, it occurred? Yeah. Because sometimes we remember something and we have 
They say something about 50% of what we remember is false. It's not yeah. something that we made up. Yeah. It's almost like when they have a burglar at, at a CVS. Well, here they have um, 7-Eleven and, and gas stations and stuff. And you could have 10 people, and they all give different examples of what the person looked like and different yeah. uh, evaluations. So anyway, you reframe it, and then you flip-flop it into the positive and empowering where you want it to be. Then step number four is to rewrite the story from being a zero to a hero or a zero to a heroine, from a victim to a heroine. And you go from the breakdown to the breakthrough when you rewrite it. Then step number five is to rewire. Bruce H. Lipton, he's one of the top stem cell, epic step gem cell specialists from Stanford University. He has numerous, numerous New York Times bestseller books. Uh, he's a writer, a lecturer, a, a PhD. So he's a real deal. And he says there are two main ways to reprogram the mind, and that is affirmations or habituation, doing something over and over again, like I said, talking for yourself mm. in front of the mirror. Affirmations and hypnosis, which is, I'm a hypnotherapist. But anyway, then step number six is to reprint, which is reprogram. And that's where I create this program. It's called Hype Me Up, which is hypnosis and meditation together, and to raise your vibration with it. And it takes you to those six steps. And that's where it's really, really important to affirm, to rewrite your story, reframe the way you see things, and reprint a brand new you. And that's how people can progress and learn to love themselves and have a more extraordinary life. I like that. It's almost like having a little workflow for yourself, isn't it? We do workflows for our work, but we don't do workflows for ourselves. John, you're brilliant. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm advocating. Mm. We do it for work. We do it for relations. We do it for everything else. But what about us? And everything mm. starts with us. Everything. Everything you want. Everything you desire. The love, the relationship, the career. Everything starts with you. Loving yourself. So you have the courage, the independence, the, the sovereignty. You, you can have the, the desire, the focus, the productivity. Everything you need to go forward and create that life, that extraordinary life that you love. But you have to first learn to love yourself and know what it is that you really truly desire. Not what other people are telling you external, like our parents tell us what to do for college or careers yeah. or friends or, or spouses. But it's about you. Because like I said, at the end of the day, only you until your last dying breath are going to be with you. Yeah. So it's up to you to create that extraordinary life that really rocks your world. So the final question I ask everybody oh, oh. Oh, yeah, is um, what's your secret waste of time? Because everybody loves wasting a bit of time, don't they? I mean, just wasting it for, for no know, reason whatsoever. What do you do? I, I told you before, I gave my ex-husband my TV like in 2015 because <laughs> I want to be um, focused on what I want to intake into my, into my system, into my yeah. brain. And but what I do have a little addiction to is uh, YouTube videos. I watch videos <laughs> all the time. I I learn so much. But you know what it is? There are no commercials. Yeah. I don't get fed up with like all this pharmaceutical, all this medicine, all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? That you have on TV, all those commercials that are trying to sell you stuff. Yeah. I get to choose what's good for my heart and for my soul. Yeah. And so it is a waste of time because I do a little bit too much of that. <laughs> but I'm learning, so I that's how I justify it in my brain. <laughs> you're really you're learning really. Honestly. Yeah, I am. I think I think you're right about the TV. It's it's strange, isn't it? Because, I mean, because I, I got rid of my TV TV and I just, like, use a little computer monitor with, like, um, you know, I think I've got, like, Paramount Plus and something else plugged into it and that's it. But I choose what I want to watch. 
John, I knew I loved you. You're brilliant. You're absolutely, that's exactly it. It's mm. everything we do is a choice. Yeah. It's, it's not them choosing what I should be looking at. Or, or, and social media is all about that. They yes. choose what you should be looking at, not you choosing it, right? And it's true. And all that propaganda yeah. and all that advertising. And again, I'm a hypnotherapist. So your subconscious is with you 24-7 yeah. and it never goes to sleep. So even sometimes people, I, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I don't know how many times I'm going to tell my parents not to fall asleep with the TV. And then they, they talk nonstop about different medical things. And then, but then the side effects are. So you cure one thing, but then you have a million side effects or whatever it is. And I'm just saying, choose wisely. You choose whatever you want. I'm yeah. not here to preach or to teach you what you should listen to. However, just make a conscious choice and don't let your subconscious just be absorbed and bombarded by things because you're not, you're an automatic pilot. You're not realizing that everything's going in. And you're absorbing all that information. And it's really important that everything, it's your body, it's your temple. It's the only one you're ever going to have. So feed it correctly. Feed it the food, the um, the liquor. I'm, by liquor, I mean water and green yeah. juice and stuff like that. Yeah. The, um, and uh, the liquid, I mean. Yeah. And then um, feed it, feed your mind, feed your heart, you know. And that's the most important thing. Like you say, holistic, everything. Yeah. Everything that comes in, feed it. But be yeah. aware, be conscious of what you're intaking. It's fascinating chatting, chatting to you. I could chat for ages and ages about this, yes! to be fair. I could, I could, I could. Um, so so where can we find you? Tell us a little bit about your course. Where can we find your course? Where can we find your website and things? Yes, you can find my course, which honestly is about, um, I'm going to tell you real quick about the gift that I, I was telling you about. Mm. Honestly, it's really powerful. I listen to it every day and people say, oh my God, you I, oh, I'll tell you a real, real, real quick story. I was at the gym the other day, and this guy comes up to mm. me. He goes, hey, what do you want? I want some of that. And I'm very naive because I'm really good about my hygiene and my, what yeah. I put into my body. And he goes, he tells me, I go, I go, what do you mean? He goes, what do you want? I want some of that. I go, uh, I didn't understand. I go, he goes, what are you high on? I'm like, I'm high on life. And he looked at me so disgusted <laughs> because he wanted some kind of drug or pill or something. Yeah. I'm just high on life. And yeah. that's what this program, this um, free gift does for you. Is you could get at extraordinaryyou.com forward slash free gift. And basically what it is, is the neural immersive brain sound proprietary technology that I developed. And it has affirmations, affirmations on one ear. And then it has surround sound and it has deepening statements. So you could create an extraordinary life. And it has an extraordinary life activation that tells takes you through a program like um of what it is you really truly want in your life and it takes you there and there's an eight hour subliminal i'm telling you john mm. i listen to my subliminals every single day this is the free gift but the, of course mm. they're um part of the program it's another one but um i listen to it every single day i go to sleep with my subliminals and i don't wake up i literally jump out of bed i'm so excited because i'm like how am i going to create this extraordinary life why am i what extraordinary things are coming my way today and that's what this yeah. does with yeah. the affirmation affirmations and it's all about my system is extraordinaryyou.com backslash uh, i'm sorry forward slash program that's a program but basically cool. it's yeah it's to activate and rewrite rewire reimprint and transform you at a deep subconscious level so you can stop that self-sabotage and really create a life that you really love Fantastic. So that's what it is. It uses hypnosis, meditation, uh, brainwave technology, and all that stuff to really, really rock your world. And like I said, you could go to extraordinaryyou.com forward slash free gift for the free gift. So you could get a little taste of what it's like. Yeah. Brilliant. 
I, I shall leave some links in the show notes and folks can tap on that. Oh, I'm thanks, gonna, John. I love you. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm going to stand in front of my mirror now and think to, my, <laughs> I think to myself, oh, God, how did that happen? I love you. I love your sense of humor. You're amazing, John. It has been a blast to communicate now, with you today. Listen, Jacqueline, I've loved chatting to you. Um, yes. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Are you kidding me? I'm having a blast over here. This is awesome. Thanks again to Jacqueline for her time. Uh, don't forget to check out all the links in the show notes. Give them a quick tap. If you've enjoyed the episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, everywhere else. Just search for the Triple T Productivity Podcast. Thanks for listening.